0: Okay, we are back with Crossing the Access, the biz side of video production. And it's an exciting day in many ways for us here at Crossing the Access. One of the ways, first, just getting out some uh, new news about Pipeline, we have just announced that our budgeting module is 100% free. You can go to videopipeline.io and get your very fancy, very cool uh, cloud-based budgeting software 100% for free to get you started, add it to your stack of other free apps that you use and use ours to manage your budgets. You won't regret it. You are welcome. We want to do this because we believe so much in the power of great budgeting to get you to the next step in the work that you're doing and make you profitable so that you can make that next step. Okay. Enough from our sponsors. Mm -hmm. Now we are heading to the meat of the show. And this, I'm sure, is going to be one of the most anticipated shows that we've done because we are very, very lucky to have Mr. Alan Nay of World Famous. Uh, with us here today, world famous, of course, a Seattle staple in the video and uh, video agency and, and now agency world in, uh, in the Pacific Northwest. They have worked and do work for companies like Wendy's, T-Mobile, Microsoft, Nike, Google, Disney, Amazon. Basically, if it's a company that has any sort of taste whatsoever, you can find World Famous doing work with them. Um, and so now I'm lucky enough to have Alan, who's the CEO of World Famous, has been with it from the start, who is one of the uh, founding partners of World Famous with us today. Alan, welcome to the show.
1: Hey,
0: great to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um and you know, one of the the things that's always so interesting to me is just to just to get a little background on yourself and find out, you know, how you wound your way into video production because it's 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 sort of an interesting path. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I when I was young, I uh, I started making uh, mashup kind of things like re- homemade remix things uh, at home in the in the eighties, <laughs> and I uh, wanted to go into I wanted to be a music you know, engineer remix artist or something like that. Okay. So uh, I went to college and I studied audio engineering for a summer and then did an internship at a recording studio in Chicago the next summer and realized the music business wasn't the way to go, but I loved editing. So I focused on um, video editing. um, And, uh, and I just, that's what I did in college. And then, uh, you know, worked for free for, or for little money to get some experience and then got going and then had a, a great, um, commercial editing, uh, career until I started my own shop. Well, then I continued to have a great editing career. Uh, and then, it, yeah, eventually, uh, we kept world famous, kept growing and, um, I had to step out of the edit chair and into the, who's going to run this thing chair.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's that's what happens. How, now you were in college in Ohio, right? That's right. Yes. And were yeah. you a Midwesterner to begin with? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder you and I get along so well. I I am too. I grew up in Indiana. Oh um, yeah. What brought you? What brought you out to the Pacific Northwest?
1: Well, I knew I wasn't going to stay in Cleveland, Ohio. Tell me
0: about <laughs> it. And well, you didn't have any sports teams back then, but uh, now it'd be <laughs> yeah. a little harder to leave now.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I came out to visit uh, my sister lived out here for a little bit and i came out to visit her when i was in college and you know saw the mountains for the first time and just the the dynamic natural beauty and you know seattle back then was like a really big liberal arts college (laughs) campus or something and uh yeah just the music scene and everything was just was just you know hopping so i yeah came out here
0: yeah. And I mean, it's interesting too that you came from sort of a music into editing. That actually is more common the more I meet with people that than than a lot would guess. Like truly music making music videos is not much of a market for that. But certainly the number of people that get started with music and then music into editing and then editing into full-blown uh, you know, product. No one understands, you know, everyone agrees, no one understands production. Better than the editor. The editor is such a great place to start. Um, You know, for anyone out there getting started, editing is just a fantastic place because you see all the problems um, and you get just an absolute unique uh, viewpoint. It's a great way to go if you're if you're even thinking long term, director, uh, producer, that thing. No one understands the whole process better than the editor, and it's a great place to get in. So that's. That's pretty cool. And then you came in, and world famous kind of gets going. And and what was the angle that world famous initially was taking? What was this sort of? What was your raison d'être? Uh,
1: well, you know, I wanted to create a uh, a creative shop that made money. You know, and yeah. and and then we took some of the money to make art and make yeah music videos for our friends' bands, and we wanted to, yep. you know, out of all because the-
0: those make no money, but yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and com- commercials you know out of all the you know ways you could make money with video production it's you know one of the better way like dollar per hour dollar yeah. per frame <laughs> you know yeah uh, yeah it's uh yeah it's versus a uh, you know independent film or you know yeah yeah so um yeah we we you know i i got started at a place called digital kitchen um and it was kind of a it was at the very, 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 very beginning of um, kind of the desktop video revolution where you could first start doing video editing and, and graphics and animation on a Macintosh. That was new, you know, in the yeah. early 90s. So they were way in front of that. And I was lucky enough to. Uh, what kind uh, of footage were you cutting generally?
0: I mean, in terms of format.
1: Oh, it's most of it was stuff that was shot in 16 millimeter film. Uh-huh. Transferred. Transfer. Yeah. yeah. Um and uh, but it, it, that was a great learning experience because there was designers it, it started out of a, an advertising agency so there was you know conceptual thinkers and writers and um. but then we were doing production and I was the only editor so that's yeah, really I really got I learned a lot so I kind of wanted to recreate uh, some of that by where it's like it's not just editing it's not post-production it's not a production company it's just a creative place that, that can do all that stuff so we we uh we did mostly editing at the beginning because those, you know, those are my clients. I was a freelance editing, and so when I started right. in place finally, you know, of course we were doing lots of editing, but then uh slowly got opportunities to do more design and motion graphics and then production and then just kind of kept growing until we were like a soup to nuts production company.
0: And you were on avid uh initially, I imagine, right? Yes, yes. Yep, everybody. And then you made a switch over to Final Cut, maybe
1: i i never did i okay (laughs) i stuck with avid as long as i could and then man and then i got out of it yeah man there's still i mean i can edit in premiere now i do very little editing anymore these days yeah yeah but and i you know it's you can do a lot it's still not I can tell it's not built by editors for editors the way Avid was, but now I'll just sound like an old guy talking about the old days.
0: No, no. I mean, that's, I think, you know, today, of course, it's the question of really Avid is no longer, I mean, I don't really hear anybody talking about that anymore, but you really hear it's, it's premier final cut or resolve. Um, uh, who's offering a pretty sweet free, uh, package as well as an insane color setup. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's. I never I never edited on Avid. I came in just a little later into the Final Cut world, and then and then switched over to Premiere when Final Cut made its big switch to the Final Cut Ten. So, well, you know, um, you were talking it, about like the mu- people coming in editing for music, and th- with the
1: Avid, I hardly ever touched the mouse. There was no dragging or dropping. I mean, a little yeah. bit. It was so uh, tactile, you know. And I'm right. a drummer too, and so it was just yeah. really easy to kind of. Um, yeah, uh, just pound on the keyboard and get the, get things. But it work.
0: took big money to have an Avid. It took big money to have. I mean, what was your Avid setup? What do you think it, you know, what do you think it ran? Like, uh, you know, 50 grand?
1: Oh, no, the very first one I remember. Yeah. We, and we had, uh, it came with, we opted for the 36 gigabytes. It was four, nine gigabyte drives, you know, in a I think array. I have
0: it on my keychain now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it, caught, it was like 120 grand with, right. Uh, Everything, yeah. The moats were uh, huge,
0: right? The the I call yes. them the moats. The thing that a production company had to protect itself from its competitors, or from the guy that just woke up one morning and said, "I think I'm going to go into video production." Yes,
1: yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, ironically, uh it was you know 120 thousand dollars for a nonlinear editing system that could compete with the big post production companies that you know there. It's like minimum, you know, five hundred thousand, like those, half you know, mil. Yeah, way back then that what it was there was a huge barrier to entry there but yeah yeah, so it's 120 it's still a ton of money but it was uh you know it was still it was more accessible for more people and then of course now you just you buy a
0: computer $29 $29 (laughs) get your premiere uh monthly subscription or resolve just free yeah who cares yeah. um yeah it's a, it's that's a that's a that's how the and it, the industry is always changing and so this is where we get you are changing you have decided and this is kind of where we're going with today's topic is um you know world famous a while back said hey we actually want to uh become more of a full service agency so can you tell us a little bit about about that because i think that that is something that i have heard Many, many production companies say I am either want or am going to do this. Uh, and I can tell you from running my company hand crank for 15 years, I think around year 10 or 11 we really said we were going to do it and we never pulled it off. We never were able to make, the uh the switch we made some inroads we managed some online presences but full service agency no it, we never quite made it so i'm i'm really curious to to hear and talk to you about this this topic because of course people want to grow they want to expand they want to take over more of their creative and this feels like a natural way but it's not an easy way
1: It's yes. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know quite what I was biting off. I mean, I, we had talked about it. I talked about it for a while. And part of that was, you know, most of our clients were agencies for a long time. We did probably, you know, 75% of our work was for advertising agencies. 25% was for clients directly. Um, and then over time that started to kind of shift, you know, uh, client brands got more comfortable just going straight to vendors um yep. you know right. of course the agencies were slowly starting to build up their own in-house production capabilities right and, um but there is a lot to learn it seems it's like it's it's still a creative organization you know and it's it seems like it's not that big of a shift but but there is a fundamental shift in in the thinking um but the reason was you know I, we'd work with agencies a lot and i just saw great ideas not get executed well or uh you know um just you know uh, agencies like not knowing how to talk to their client about why why the edit is like this or why uh and being able to really walk them through the process and the and um you know just kind of not manage their clients really well so just Mm -hmm. kind of being ignorant enough i was like god if these guys could be an agency, we could be an agency, you know, right. And, and we want, I mean, our whole thing is, is we want to make great work. You know, it's one of the best gifts in the universe to be able to be paid to be creative. You know, you could pay your rent and you get to use that part of your brain. It's a gift. Um, So being able to do some strategic thinking and, and some concepting and creative development uh we you know it just it gives us a better chance of being able to do work that is uh you know that's great you know culturally relevant and um that people you know remember and um yeah you know you just want to do work you're proud of ideally at the end of the day you know
0: yeah i mean i you know once you get the Skills down, or better yet, once you wind up working with some people that are so talented at the craft, right? The craft, whether it's the craft of, of of you know being the DP, whatever anyone's the makeup artist, heck, you know, whoever the great people are that we get to work with, once you're got that team together, you you, you do want to, to, to push where you're taking them. And did you feel at all hamstrung by, did you feel like one of the things you were looking for, and I'm sorry for putting words in your mouth, but was one of the things you're looking for a little more creative control over the process. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. It just allowed, allows more, you know, there's less, there's less fingers in the pot and there's, there's more ability to get the, the, the purity of the creative from the beginning that, that you're looking for all the way through to the end. So yeah. so how, how, go ahead. Oh, and then, you know,
1: that's a, can't, you know, uh, understate the importance of that. Like you can have amazing execution and, you know, great production, but if it's a crap idea, then you just have yeah. a really good looking crap idea, you know, right. so the, the core of the idea being smart and relatable, or, you know, just kind of being able to hit those emotional buttons or you know tell the human truth that's going to connect people that's got to be spot on and then you know you get to put that story together you know and what's best for the project
0: yeah. And of course, I mean, and agencies are different, right? There are some agencies that really know production really well and that working with them is a dream and it only lifts and lifts and lifts. Yes. And, and that does happen 10% of the time. Uh, but then a lot of the other time you get the brief and you get the budget and you say, these two things are not, um, these are mutually exclusive. Uh, it, it's just, you know, I, I see where you're going with that guys, but uh, it, it, for, you know, for this money that w- I don't see how we can achieve that. That. Whereas if if that agency is not in the middle, or you are the agency, so to speak, then it's uh you don't you don't kind of have that initial disconnect and you're not constantly taking things away.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you know, I um uh, you there are a lot of great agencies. I don't even yeah. I don't want to poo-poo the entire instance, not at all. There's, there's a lot of great ones, and then you know, there's a lot of mediocre ones just by definition. Yep. Um, I worked in LA as an editor for a while and I was amazed at how many great projects that were floating around you know compared to seattle <clears throat> which is a b market yeah. and seattle used to have a much more vibrant creative agency scene and it's it's um you know it's kind of flat it's been kind of flat for a while now and that was another reason that we um uh, really you know wanted to make the shift it was like there's a need here like there's a real opportunity because there's not uh no offense well, to all my agency friends in the area but like there's not a lot of Amazing. Well, doesn't
0: it, I mean, you look at like, you know, when Wexley split, you know, they're, they're basically final words. Well, look, everyone's gone project-based, you know, we want to be bigger than that. We want to be bigger than on-demand project-based. And how do you feel like what you're doing fits in and fills some of that void? Because here you had a really one of the great, um, you know, uh, 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 creative agencies just having some pretty solid reasons for saying that we're out.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, um, yeah you know and what's the uh, uh uh yeah a few agencies have uh gone away small independent agencies and um, stated this more project based environment as one of the reasons like uh graph hmm. who, you know they they folded and that was one of the re- reasons that they said and um but yet you know luckily we've we've always been project based you know as a vendor <laughs> so i'm it's um you know i'm 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 really familiar with the dance of not you know getting too big and keeping your overhead low but you All know right. and being able to be scalable and and uh how important the talent is in relationships with talent and being able to put great teams together but not you know yeah i mean you know how it is. You like you either have too many people or not
0: enough any day right. of the year. <laughs> yeah. You mean too many staff or too many clients? Yes. Too many yeah. staff. You're the, yeah. you know, because- Well, you guys keep it low, though. You, I mean, at least according to your mass ped, you know, it's really just four of you. And then you you sub out the the rest. Yeah. Oh, is that what it looks like? <laughs> I mean, that's there's, what it looks like. It yeah, looks oh, like That's a good. Thanks for
1: pointing that out. Yeah. There's four <laughs> of us. That's the leadership team. There's 15 employees at World Famous. Oh,
0: okay. I didn't know that. All right. That's, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I didn't. know
1: that's good to know. I mean, I've seen the website 9 million times. And so- Well, I the can...
0: website's a beautiful thing, people. If you haven't seen the website, go to it. It is gorgeous. And uh, Alan, is it is it just worldfamous.com? I can't remember the exact URL. It's World i Inc. worldfamousinc.com. Inc. World Inc. Yeah. There we go. And it's a gorgeous thing. So I, I always, just a quick reminder to everyone, your website is- <laughs> just a little bit important in this business. So uh, spend the money on it, make it look beautiful. And here's a great one for you to take a look at and see how uh, it can be done very well and using a lot of the latest uh, overlays and technology and stuff like that. They do a very, very beautiful job. But back to- uh, Thanks for saying that. And just real quick, a a shout out
1: to Gigantic, who is the company that the agency that helped us with the website. They're amazing. Tim and the crew over there are awesome. So thank you to them.
0: So back to the team. So said, okay, so you got 15. Okay. And, and their salary, their W2. Yes. Yep. Yep. Wow. That That's, yeah, that's big these days. That's, that's, uh, that's a, that's a, that's a big group to carry. And there are people now working from home or working, are they back in the shop now? Uh,
1: we're there's, I've kind of let people do what's, what's going to create the best work, you know? So whatever yep. works for you. So I, I mean, I recently hired a, uh, you know creative director design director in denver i hired an art director in portland and they're not moving to seattle i've got a writer in minneapolis yeah um yeah yeah but so the, the office is open you know i'm in here most of the time and then some people come in one or two days a week and so there's it's you know when we're making stuff right like trying to edit over zoom is stupid so when we're we're in in when we're deep collaboration or making stuff um we to get together or when people get together
0: just, physically yeah. it's so much it's, i would say it, it's so much more fun that way right like it's oh, you start yeah. the edit with a beer and work through it together it's an emotional thing you argue i mean it's it's <laughs> why i got into the business i got into it to be around other people and and yeah. um uh, that's cool. I mean, we, that's really cool that you have a, a big team. There are so many benefits. We did a whole show on it with one of my favorite companies out on the East coast and talking about all the benefits of having a, a an in-house tiger team as opposed to, a, you know, there's benefits and pros and cons to both, but, uh, but that's, that's pretty cool. Now on your team now though, what percentage are video production folks versus agency folks?
1: Mm, it's it's let's see. It's, Probably twenty five percent production, seventy five percent agency. Maybe. Oh, okay. 20, yeah, it's okay. mostly agency people. I still have some post production, you know. Right. Folks, and yeah. what are
0: those agency? Uh, what What are their roles?
1: Uh, you know, creative executive, creative director, creative yep. director, you know, writers, art director, designer, um, uh, producer, project manager.
0: Yeah. I always noticed that the agencies we worked with had like a lot of producers, like there were just a lot of there's a lot more handholding. Right. I mean, there's just no way around that. I mean, obviously, I imagine one of the major things that World Famous is able to do um, is probably trim a, a little bit of the you know, when you when you're able to consolidate, hopefully you're able to trim. And 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 be a little more efficient, I imagine. Um, and and but nevertheless, there is just this client handholding and client management that a production company can kind of get out of.
1: Yeah, that's been a huge learning.
0: Okay. Lesson. Okay.
1: Because yeah, I thought the same thing, being in the edit room, working with 18s, it's like, oh, they get the client, talks to the, you know, the account <laughs> director and the account director So you got to get director.
0: a coffee once and again for the guy. What the hell?
1: Well, just the, the, the telephone game, you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. it'd go through six people before the people in the edit room, the, the writer and art director I'm working with get to, you know, do something about the client's feedback. Who's been, you know, uh, passed down through five other people or something <laughs> and was like, yeah, there's gotta be a more efficient, better way to do that. And we are way more collaborative and oftentimes kind of like an in-house, you know, team for a client. Cause uh, you know, that's another thing is, you know most brands have some degree of in-house capabilities for agency type uh functions yeah. so we work really closely with them but i have learned a lot i mean there are times with, with it's with the project based work you know uh, a lot of times a producer and the project manager can kind of handle that kind of client handholding account executive role but for uh, longer-term projects or a longer-term project or agency of record. We have we're agency of record for one client. You know where you're planning the year out. And there's a lot more interacting with the media and, and strategy, and um, there is like you need one person that kind of uh, accountable for all that stuff and to lead and to you know that the client can call. Um, so right, yeah. I thought I thought yeah. I mean, honestly, at the beginning it's like no account for people. We're not going to have a company. You don't need them. And then now <laughs> like I think. Mean, you do need them sometimes, all the time, uh, and you certainly don't need armies of them and layers of them. And, and that's
0: you know. what I've seen sometimes, and it just terrifies me. Uh, but I, now when you on 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 the website, you know, one of the ways that you present your 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 case is, is that you are basically, you um, I've got I got the words here. Uh you've got this flex model that you're that you're that there's not a one size fits all that you're incredibly flexible. Would you say that that is is that another way of saying hey, we're not afraid of the the project-based universe that we know we increasingly live in? Yes. Yes. And again, you know, most brands have some
1: in-house capabilities and so sometimes they've done all the homework, all the research and strategy mm-hmm. and and then they, they need help from that point on. Or sometimes they've even done more than that. They've got some half-baked scripts that they know aren't right, but they don't know how to make, you know, it's got to be a 30-second film and this isn't right. And we've gone in and taken their, you know, work it's well underway and, and uh, you know, figured out how to make it a new 30-second commercial. It's going to work. Um, yes. Yeah, so, and then sometimes they just like, we need help with everything. And, and then we're able to scale up for that or bring in other partners. You know, we don't do... You know, me, we're not a media agency at all. So we have okay. partners, you know. You don't buy. No, there's a place in New York that we use that are great. And they do data analytics and all that stuff. Right. And, then, and then locally we work with uh, um, a partner, you know. So yep. being able to, the flex thing is like being able to put the right team together. That's going to, you know, produce the best results for that's this. A- that's
0: a good idea i feel like from my experience to stay out of the media buying it's just very that's where we got lost i feel Mm -hmm. like and when we were trying it was it was just it was beyond us i don't think we were getting good um prices uh because we weren't buying in big enough volume often for customers
1: well and that's kind of like we're really 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 good at building brands with storytelling and you know and brand storytelling I, we're not really good at data, and I don't really want to be, you know. But there's places yep. that are, or or yep. media, or customer journey. So we've been yep. forging relationships with places like that. So like you're the, you know, best in class at that. Yep. We're going to do that, and then we could partner. Versus, you know, we say you, yeah, we got the capability. We can do all that stuff. Like let's just right. put together the people that are the best at that, and yep. you know, put something together.
0: And would you say that your projects now, you say you've been kind of doing this for now going on four years, would you say that they still generally, when you go to the team, are you guys kind of starting with video in mind or is it, no, we're just looking at all the different avenues, you know, digital, uh, social, everything, and video may or may not play a part in that. Or is it, is it kind of like You know, video is cool. Video is amazing because video lends itself well to being broken down into the other media categories very nicely. You can do print from it. You can do, you know, all these different things. But is that where you start or do you start at a different level?
1: Well, you know, we we haven't really been an agency for four years. I feel like now we're an agency. Okay. Just
0: now getting started. Okay. Got it.
1: Got yeah. It. Like I didn't know what I didn't know four right. years ago. And okay. we were so, but most of the, pro- you know, people know us as a, as a, um, as a great, you know, video production uh, place. places yeah. where since 2005. So the, in the beginning, most of the projects of course were heavy video, you know, so that didn't okay. make sense. And that was our, our sweet spot. So, um, but now as we've we've uh kind of turned the corner more and we're just we it's just whatever is best you know uh for the strategy and who are we talking to and what's going to move move them you know to take action and 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 that's you know the media part and figuring out um yeah who you're talking to and where and where is the best place and that's i could see one day having some media just because of that the collaboration of figuring out you know because to and to do stuff that's not just cookie cutter, you know, we want to do stuff that's I don't right. Know, yeah.
0: So has it made, has, is is it starting to make good business sense? I mean, I always remember looking at agencies and saying, geez, their margins are way better than mine. I mean, I remember at one point I was going to be acquired by an agency and when they saw my margins, they weren't interested anymore. (laughs) Uh, And, 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 and and so has it started to, have you been able to, and, and obviously the creative flex uh, uh, that, that if suddenly you, I think it's, it's, more easy for everyone to understand paying well for agency creative than production creative. It just sadly that is the truth of the matter. It seems to be. Um so has it started to pay off in that regard? Um yes. I mean it's funny because I feel like
1: the agency world, I mean there everybody's complaining about our budgets are lower and 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 the the agency world is kind of where the production company world was, you know, however many years ago, where okay. it's like the budgets just kept coming down expectations did not change and everybody there's no shortage of people that'll work they'll do the project at a loss even because they want it for the portfolio and now with the especially in the independent creative agency land it's the same thing people want stuff for their portfolio so maybe they're not going to make any money with that brand on that project but they'll do it and uh, so there's a lot there is a lot of pressure there but once you know like you know, great work gets you more great work and, and uh, great clients recommend you to other great clients. And so it just takes a while. It took us a while with world famous, you know, once, and then, you know, to build up those relationships and that trust. And then when it was really going, it was going as word of mouth. And we just kept showing up doing as good of a job as we can. And um, people would recommend us. Now we're in this agency category. We haven't been doing it that long. So it's, it's, you know, it's going to take a little bit, of time but it's starting to happen i mean you can already see um yeah just more incoming calls uh stuff like that
0: is one of the things we talked about in our pre-call alan was how frustrating it would be as a production company to pretty much give away the creative on a project and then create something gorgeous deliver it to the client's front door only to see it wither and die with a horrible media buy or just bad sort of surrounding collateral material. And that never got lift off. And, and, and we talked about that and you agreed that that's a bummer when that, when that happens, <laughs> and it happened all too often. Do you, Are you starting to get the benefit of that not happening? Cause I'm I imagine your media team and everybody's doing a great job of getting this stuff out.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, there's, it seems like there's never enough money i mean it is like yeah you know sometimes the clients yeah they do these giant media buys but then they only want to spend this much in the creative. it's like why yeah. would you put out something you know what i mean you're going to put it in front of everybody why not have it be but then yeah same deal you could make a gorgeous piece and then they got a rinky dink media buy and it's like oh cool nobody's is,
0: <laughs> is there a percentage that you like i mean i used to i used to have one but do you do you have one that you like say hey man if you're going to spend you know million on the on the media buy then you have to spend at least 100 grand on your ad
1: Maybe. i i um i don't i don't have yeah. a, i mean I know the rule of thumb i think is like five to one but i don't know oh yeah okay. i it, like it, that it, one even more yeah it, 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 well yeah if yeah so if the media budget was a million bucks ideally they'd be spending 200 on the production and then right but um yeah no it's it really is case by case it's not that you know yeah, yeah. of course yeah
0: well but but you are starting to feel more that that ownership of i mean it's got to feel yeah. good right i mean yes. when when yes. When, it, when the thing is taken off and people are recognizing it the clients getting more business or the whatever the cases that you presented to the world is getting listened to and people are moving to action yes <laughs> um <clears throat> based on your work that has to feel pretty good
1: it does no it's great it's super cool and that is yeah the when when all that happens where you're able to pay your rent you're proud of the work you've made it's helping your clients business you know and and people are yeah they're motivated to take action or be moved and yeah that's that is super uh fulfilling absolutely and one thing
0: that go ahead
1: oh and i you know being able to sustain a creative organization and pay people you know find talent and and pay them to be creative and use the creative part of the brain and and um I you know I love that too you know mm-hmm. because it's been so important to me and life changing so
0: and how do you keep that fresh around the office how do you keep the creative juices flowing and keeping it from being <clears throat> yeah here we're doing a project uh, type 7 again
1: <laughs> yeah uh luckily I mean we're st- it's still kind of the wild west for us we're still love it. uh you know just uh um. yeah, still, it's still really fun and everything is new. And we've got, you know, now we've got a lot of agency people here that have great agency experience, but they, they want to do something different. They didn't want to work at yet another agency with all the, the right. woes and everything that, that don't work there. And a lot of that, yeah, it was just, you know, the process and, uh, you know, it's, just, it's still, it's like, there's not one way to do, you know, every client's different, every project's different. There's not one formula that's going to work for everything so
0: and 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 you world famous for a while was pre- pretty big correct me if i'm wrong but pretty big with the the motion graphic stuff but that has sort of eased back a little bit is that right yes
1: yeah i mean then and, industry- and is that because
0: live action is getting more popular again or
1: um, I think so. I mean, I think, it, you know, just stylistically when, when, you know, the motion graphics thing was newer, it was, it was growing really quickly and everybody yeah. wanted it. And so there was more and more of it people were, were studying it. And, uh, I mean, in the early days, in the nineties, you could, it was very hard to find somebody that knew <laughs> After Effects. And then now there's a ton of people that are super talented. Uh, but then there's not quite as much of a, of a demand and, um, right. yeah. <laughs> And people, yeah. you know, are farming out to you know Vietnam or Chile, and and are able to right. you know make the explainer videos for pennies, you know, and right? It's a different different market.
0: So, uh, who are what are some of the uh, when you look, you know, who uh, who what what do you like out there that you're like, geez, I I I'd love to, I'd love for us to produce uh, stuff like that. I would love. Are, are there any? Or, or or agencies of your or agencies of today that you look at and and say, man, that those guys. I just I don't know. I always think it's good for folks to have their eye on on somebody else. Where are you looking?
1: Well, I'm inspired by. There's a a, a shop in uh, England called Lucky Generals, mm. and uh, man, they just consistently do great work. It's so smart and so good. And um, I yeah. I'm I'm impressed by those guys and admire them. Uh, There's a place, uh, Mojo Supermarket in New York. They've got a super cool website. They just consistently do great work, and it's just smart. You know, there's something um, intelligent about all the work, and a lot and or or fun or entertaining. But it's all very good. And um, yeah, I like those guys and Mischief, of course. But they're they're like agency of the year now, and they everybody likes Mischief. But they right. They're fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it's pretty scary how fast it happens, right? Like I, we were talking about Mechanism on our call, and you know, Mechanism started out as a production company and then turned into an agency, and now I mean, they're like an Uber agency, right? Like they're in like like five different cities with huge staffs, and it's it's really all about an agency all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, yeah, they used to be on my on my list, and then now yeah, I think they have matured. I mean, they're yeah, exactly. they're great, but it was fun to watch them because they were doing what I wanted to do where they they went from production companies and they did it really well and they've done a lot of great work and yeah, they've done it successfully.
0: I remember asking them at a get-together at NAB or something like that why did you guys make the switch to the agency and they said we didn't really have a choice. You know, the the agencies just weren't (sighs) going where we wanted to go. And and um, I wondered, uh, uh, one question, I, I was talking to a friend of mine who owns a, a production company, and, and I was telling him I was meeting with you, and he was really excited to listen in on this podcast, because of course it is sort of a bit of a dream for a lot of folks to make this jump. But he said, you know, already right now, we work for a lot of agencies. How would I manage that? And how how did World Famous, or how does World Famous, how do you manage that transition to, hey, guess what? We're, we're competing for the same thing that you're bidding on right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a, it was pretty organic. I mean, like, like I said, in the early days, we worked mostly with agencies a little bit with brands and then just over time it shifted. We're doing more and more work with brands. They were seeing the benefit and ask, and then asking, they were just, they were asking more of us. They were asking for more concept and creative development. Um, And so we weren't really getting paid for it. Like we were kind of doing it, to get the production uh and then so we were already doing it and then we you know so we just made the decision to change the model we're gonna you know is it the the thing of value is the idea you know and then uh so and then we yeah we just had to bite the bullet and yeah the agencies quit calling of course at the same time you know every single agency in town at least has a video guy they have some amount yeah
0: right but but you did i mean you're not working with those agencies anymore right i mean right. The, yeah exactly so that is a reality like if you think you're going to be partnering and stuff that might, that might yeah. <laughs> that might not happen that that way it might happen for a little bit but um how would you define uh the state of, of our industry right now and 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 um from your perspective i'm not asking for the crystal ball but just from your perspective obviously we're coming out of covid i think um, and I, I think that's going to be great. They say that there's a lot of money in the wings with uh, uh, folks from stock market and property gains and stuff that are just dying to get out there and spend money on things, which means videos and yeah. and campaigns have to be made. How do you feel?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm super optimistic. Yeah, yeah. certainly. Yeah. After a dire time, there's usually a boom. You know, we've, yeah. we've we've kind of seen the beginnings of that until recently, until this year. But I still think there's a lot of, uh, Yeah there's a lot of money that's going to be floating around for the next few years and people uh, yeah, building their brands and um, you know, and the yeah, video consumption just keeps going up and up and up and up. Right. Uh, so there's, there's not, <laughs> there's no shortage of uh, a need for video for sure. I mean, yeah, you know, and as things change, a lot of it is that we need, you know, 600 pieces of uh social content for right. you know and people that can do that really well they they can they can um pave their way it is how do you do that at the at the budget that you know is being offered and have it be good and because the thing you know a lot of times it's volume is more important than the the craft or the you know the I frequency know. You need and pe- people that can figure that out and make great work at scale like that and have whatever, templatize stuff, or just is, yep. um, you know, and that's, it's just a different, is a different form of a uh, puzzle, creative thinking. You
0: know? But it, it's a form of puzzle that fits what you're doing quite well and probably inform that decision quite a bit. In other words, you mentioned a moment ago that it's the idea that's king and that has only been elevated so much more as the dissemination of that idea goes through so many different formats, so many different places that, you know, it's like they used to say when I was, you know, I at one point wanted to make feature films, made one and it went absolutely nowhere. But I remember it was always like, what's gonna be on the poster kid? What's gonna be on the poster, <laughs> you know? And, and you had to get it down to that elevator pitch. And, and more than ever, your idea, even if you make a five minute movie from it for the client, cause that's what we all love to do. It's a really big dream, of course, all the time, but when you have to turn it into a five second, you know, social stinger, uh it has to carry the same energy right, and that's that's an agency thing to do right that's what that's what you really have to do now, yes, yes, and ideally,
1: you're thinking about all that stuff at the same time, you know of yeah course, five yeah. minute film is a different venue than the yeah. five second sting or whatever, and then all the social channels have their own you know if you're making a YouTube video that's different than um you know they have their own
0: sizes, I mean their own widths and heights and yeah.
1: Yeah, and the intent and the the reason people go to YouTube is different right. than TikTok right. or go, you know, and so right. being, yeah,
0: yeah, it's 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 a lot, but it seems like the agency seems like being in an agency position fits that a little better than being in a prodco is all I was trying to say. Like it, yes, it fits that dissemination widely. Yeah. Um, well, that's. Those are that that pretty, we're getting to our time here. I try to keep these because I, I could do this all day. But I, I I know you got you got like a company run with with a lot of employees that I didn't even realize. I thought it was just like three of you guys sitting around. So I figured you had all day. But <laughs> um, but thank you so much. Um, uh, honestly, any 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 last thoughts or anything for 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 folks or hey, hey, kids, keep keep your eyes on this. Anything like that?
1: Anymore. Oh, man. yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I got into this deal because I love, you know, editing, making, and I love, uh, yeah, I love, especially kind of the the found object art, like editing, you know, and that's, yeah. and so I was passionate about it, obsessive even, and learn and grew, and then was able to make a living doing that because of that fire you know and i think those out of every you know i've hired a lot of people and it's, and it's like and the people with that fire those are the ones that go on to be really successful that you know there's a there's a lot of people that say yeah, yeah 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 i think i want to be a creative director and i want to but they've never had their own journal they've never made their own you know what i mean <laughs> written or creator so it's like yeah that sounds great but it's not if you don't love it it's not really worth all the and you're not going to be great at it, you know, and then people that are great at it can um, make a decent living ideally, you know? So Any, yeah,
0: go ahead. Any yeah. regrets for making this jump? Like, you know, oh, man, I, I, cause I'll tell you when we kind of dabbled in it, I said, God, you know, I, I kind of liked it when we were just the guys that walked in you know, with the big camera and sat down and walked back out and said, good luck with that folks. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Yeah, I, I know. I look, it was, it seems like it was simpler.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, it's just, but you know, it, being a small business owner is tough no matter what yeah uh and uh but i love it and i enjoy it and, I, and the, the 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 people and all the different uh puzzles to figure out i just you know i love the whole thing um but uh no, no real regrets i guess it was simpler but yeah I, I mean it was also there was so much price pressure with the production thing it's like if you either you can compete on the price you know what i mean and everybody's like oh do it, you know, for lower than the other guy. And it's like, and I didn't want to do that. Or you got to be the absolute best at mm-hmm. whatever, 3D or. <laughs> yeah. Whatever.
0: Right. And she thing.
1: Yeah. And I liked the whole storytelling part and the whole, like, what's the big idea. And so we, we were able to, and again, like I said earlier, it's like, where's the value, what's the value that we can right. bring and it's the thinking. And so, um, and the, so that was a big motivation and yeah. And I, and I love it. I love, I love the whole thing so uh um, cool. trying to wind it up here with some nugget of wisdom
0: <laughs> here, good. and here it is this is it this is gonna okay. this is it
1: he's the reading left- this
0: off the wall in his bathroom right now i know he's
1: that's right yeah stall number two uh uh-huh. the left lane is for passing only there you go <laughs>
0: All right. i love it All right, Alan. Well, thank you very, very much for joining our show. We really appreciate it. And we uh, hope you have a great uh, rest of the week and a great uh, 2022. The masks are off. We're all free and and dancing around and and look forward to seeing some great, great creative from you and your team. So appreciate it very much.
1: Thanks for inviting me. And uh, thanks for making the show. I, you know, when you had reached out, I was like, Oh, let me check out the show. And, and, you know, and then dove in and listen to some stuff. And it's really cool. It's really great. It's, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, books or information out there where, where small business owners in this category can, can learn some stuff, but this, but this show is one of them. So uh, thanks for well, making it.
0: I can tell you that this one will be highly listened to because people are just looking for places to go with their, you know, with their production business. And this is obviously something a lot of people think about, but it's a tough, it's a tough gig. So, all right, well, (laughs) thanks very much. Uh, People, uh, remember to try out our new uh, free budget, uh, a budget module at videopipeline.io. And until then, we will see you next week. Thanks very much. And bye-bye.